Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Now, I wrote a message of the day, and I hope you go every day to BillOReilly.com. You don't have to be a member of anything. You just go. There's the message. And the message said, hey, this is a big story about Senator Manchin. But it's not being covered by much media because the story, if it comes to fruition, would hurt President Biden. That is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. So Manchin, the uh, Democratic senator from Virginia, as I wrote in a column on Sunday and a message today, knows he would be defeated if he ran again in 2024 for his Senate seat. That's because West Virginia is now a committed red state and Manchin voted for a lot of Biden policies and he also voted to impeach Trump twice. So he would lose. He knows that. He's a moderate Democrat. That is true. He likes to get consensus around issues and that is a good thing. Okay. But he did enable Joe Biden. And so Republicans in West Virginia, they're not going to cross over and vote for Joe Manchin. So whoever runs on the Republican side in the West Virginia, uh, the Mountaineer state, will win. Okay, so Manchin now doesn't want to hang it up. He's 76, last chance. Um, And he, he says, you know, maybe I'll run on a third party ticket against both Trump and Biden. He had an interesting conversation uh, with WABC boss John Casamitidis on Sunday about this. Go. And Joe Biden has been pulled so far to the left, to the extreme left, as far as liberal, makes no sense at all. It's not the person we thought was going to bring the country together. So we're, we're in a heck of a mess here, and we've got, to, we've got to bring people together, and they've got to demand more, yes. more responsibility for uniting our country. We're the United States, not the divided. Okay, so that sounds to me like somebody who wants to run on a third party ticket. It's hard to do that, by the way. 
got to get massive petitions in every state, all 50, raise, you know, I'd say 100 million minimum. You got to get the staffs in all the states. You got to get the petitions out. Then people got to sign them, get on the ballot, all of that. So it's not, you know, I just want to be third party. It's hard. So if he does succeed in, in getting on the ballots and he runs, he's going to hurt Biden. Now, the never Trumpers in the Republican Party, they might vote for Manchin. But that's a very small part of the GOP. 77% of Democrats say they'd like somebody to challenge Biden. And Manchin is a Democrat, really. Can't run on a party ticket because the left would block that. So this is a big story because it could help Donald Trump. Was it covered today on any of the uh, network news programs? Good Morning America, Today Show, CBS Morning News. Hello. Hello out there. No, didn't mention it. Didn't mention it. No, not big enough. I know they were cooking up uh, stuffing for Thanksgiving on those shows. I mean, total abdication of responsibility. Can you imagine if a credible candidate, I mean, somebody who had really a lot of exposure challenged Trump. The problem with his challenges now is they're not that well known. Even DeSantis in Florida, you know him in Florida, you don't know him in Montana. But if somebody emerged, I mean, it networks be all over this. But not me. They are covering for Joe Biden. They don't want to report this story. I'm way ahead on this story, by the way. It's a 50-50 slot where the mansion runs. I know that sounds a little weaselly, and I'm not usually like that, but there's upside for him and downside for him. And he's teasing, all right? But I can't say that I believe he'll do it because I don't have that data yet. Okay, the final thing is that when you have massive corporations controlling the information flow, you've got danger. You know, we are an independent news agency, which is why you uh, support BillOReilly.com and the No Spin News. We aren't beholden to anybody. All right. But all the others are. Every single one that you watch on television, whether it be cable or network, are beholden to a corporation which tells them what to do. And across the board, with the exception of Fox, one exception. And Fox does not like Trump. Okay? Every other corporation running the media favors the Democratic Party. Everyone. That is a lot of power. The only thing holding Biden up is that. And that's the memo. Joe Biden is incredibly selfish. In fact, I've been doing a lot of research on the president's because we're writing a book about the presidents, uh, Dugard and I, which will be out next September, uh, leading up to the vote. I think Biden's the most selfish president this country's ever had. He knows, and his wife, Jill, who really runs it, they both know, he's through. They don't think he'll lose, but they know he can't govern. Can't. Yet they hang in for another four years, it's Joe's birthday today, and I'll get, get into that a little bit later on. And I'm not disrespecting Joe Biden. I'm a guy who deals in facts. He cannot run this country. Can't. 
So he should just with dignity resign. He said, look, I have my four and I know I'm, I'm going to be, you know, 86 if I get reelected and I just can't do it. But he won't. But I'll, I still hold on my prediction. He's not going to be on ticket. But I could be wrong. But I think Joe Biden is embarrassing the United States now. Not since Woodrow Wilson. I'm not going to explain that now. But the last two years of Woodrow Wilson's term, he was sick. He couldn't run the country. His wife, Edith, ran the country. <clears throat> Do you know that? 100% Edith Wilson ran the country. Okay. Now, I predicted uh, Joe Biden would have a terrible autumn. It has been a terrible autumn. Just roll my prediction, please. Fall, it's going to be a really sketchy time for President Biden. And I don't know what's going to happen. I don't want to speculate or do all this stuff, but I know it's not going to be good. The summer has not been good for Joe Biden, and the fall is going to be worse. Now, it's not that I'm so brilliant. It's just that I have the facts at my disposal, and it's going to get worse because of Hunter Biden. Now, that, you know, Congress is away for Thanksgiving. They get a whole week off. We only get three days out of the week. But they'll be back next year. And then the Hunter Biden hearings ramp up again, just in time for Christmas. This is not going to end well. All right, a new poll out NBC News, <clears throat> which of all the networks, all three networks, NBC is the most liberal. It's hard to believe it's a, it's a pretty close race, but they're the most. So they come out with a poll. I'm going to give you the poll questions in a moment. But the pollster, Jeff Horowitz, okay, is a Democratic poster pollster. Here's what he said. Quote, Joe Biden is at a uniquely low point in his presidency. And a significant part of this, especially within the Biden coalition, is due to how Americans are viewing his foreign policy actions. This poll is a stunner. It's stunning because of the impact of the Israel-Hamas war is having on Biden, unquote. All right. It's the NBC poll. It's a fair poll. Uh, Democrat 40, Republican 39. First question, in general, do you approve or disapprove of Joe Biden's job performance? Approve 40, disapprove 57. Okay, for a liberal poll, that's bad. Second question, please tell me if you approve or disapprove President Biden's handling of the war between Israel and Hamas and Gaza. Approve 34%, disapprove 56. Wow. Next question, please tell me if you approve or disapprove of Joe Biden's handling of foreign policy in general. Approve 33, disapprove 62, another disastrous number. Final question, if the election for president were held today, would you vote for Trump or Biden? Trump 46, Biden 44, that's a statistical tie. Okay, <clears throat> so all the polls say the same thing. NBC is the closest. Um, what was it? Uh, Washington Post, ABC. They had a Trump up by eight, I believe. All right. At Harvard, my alma mater, um, 100 faculty members assigned a letter saying the phrase from river to sea shouldn't be condemned. It's complicated. Oh, you know, how much more of this do we have to take up there in Cambridge? You know, from river to sea is code for we got to destroy the state of Israel. Everybody knows that except 100 professors at Harvard. In New York City, three Jewish students are suing NYU, New York University. 
because they say that there's anti-Semitism on campus and it is threatening them individually. So the lawsuit was filed by Bella Engber, Sabrina Maslavi, and Saul Taywil. All right. And they are basically serious about this. I'm sure they got an attorney to work pro bono where there's no money out of their pockets. I'm not saying that in a disparaging way. I'm just giving you the story. They're going to take NYU into court. I don't think anything's going to come of it, but it's worth reporting. Did you know every day is a perfect day for peace of mind? With American Home Shield warranty, you are covered for unexpected breakdowns like leaky faucets or faulty water heaters. Choose a plan that fits your budget and rest easy knowing repairs and replacements are taken care of. Simply contact American Home Shield when an issue arises and their trusted pros will handle it according to your coverage. Don't let worries about appliances and home systems weigh you down. Celebrate the reassurance of protection. Don't worry, be warranty. For 20% off plans, visit ahs.com slash bill. For more details, see ahs.com slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. New Jersey residents, the product is being offered is a service contract and is separate and distinct from any product or service warranty, which may be provided by the home builder or manufacturer. Hey guys, it's Vivek Ramaswamy here, inviting you to listen to my podcast, Truth. We just relaunched it after the campaign, and we are already riding up the podcast charts. Here's why. I think that hard, in-depth conversations about the tough issues is the only way we're going to get this country back. Because make no mistake, we are currently in a war for the future of America, and you cannot win a war unless you're willing to speak the truth. If you want standard conservative talking points, this podcast is not for you. But if you want to go deeper and hear the conversations you're not going to find anywhere else, the conversations that will challenge you, that will challenge me, then subscribe to Truth with Vivek Ramaswamy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And I promise you, you're going to cover terrain that you're not going to hear elsewhere. Um, one person who's been following all of this, the media, the situation in Gaza and all of that, is uh, our pal Bernie Goldberg. Um, he um, obviously, as a Jewish American, has a very high interest in what's happening. And he's also, I think, one of the best media experts in the country. So Goldberg runs BernardGoldberg.com. And the reason that everybody should go there every day is very simple. It's BernardGoldberg.com. The more you go to Goldberg's website, the less he's out of the house. You want to keep him contained in the house. And he joins us now from Florida. Okay. That was a good one. That was I good. Always, I, I always work on the leads. Always work on the leads. All right. Middle East reporting first. Go. Let me make two broad points. The first one is, in the world of journalism, as you very well know, Bill, if it happened yesterday, it's old news. If it happened last month, it's ancient history. So nobody's talking in the media. Nobody's talking about October 7th anymore. Now the story is about Israel's supposed war crimes. And that's exactly the story Hamas laid out. Here's, here's how it starts out. What, did, what was their goal on October 7th, besides to kill as many Jews as possible? They wanted retaliation. 
They wanted massive, deadly retaliation, and they wanted, trust me on this, they wanted as many dead civilians as possible because they knew once the world saw that, once the world saw images of bodies being carried through the streets of Gaza, sympathy for Israel would dissipate, Israel would become the bad guys and the Palestinians, and even Hamas, even Hamas would become the victims. If this were a movie, Bill, instead of a real-life war story, the writer, the producer, the director would all come from the ranks of Hamas because they saw this coming, they wrote the screenplay, and the people who are carrying it out for them are journalists. One final point. Journalists overwhelmingly, again, you know this, Bill, are liberal. The younger ones are progressive. They sympathize with the so-called underdog. They think people of color are victims. Israelis are white people. So the coverage is going to tilt even in that direction against Israel. Okay. Um, Does that make sense? It makes sense. Uh, there is, though, uh, look, if you go and you look at the coverage in Europe, it's different, far different, particularly in Great Britain, than it is here. It's worse. So here, here there's a civil war about covering Gaza, and it has to do with the Democratic Party. So the Democratic Party is split about who the villain is. And now there's confusion on the part of the media, which almost 90% of it are Democrats, and they want to prop the party up. But when the Democratic Party is split, there's confusion. How do you see well, that? Well, I think this is the biggest story that's not being covered. Franklin Roosevelt forged a liberal coalition about almost 100 years ago. Blacks, Jews, young people, progressives, liberals, that coalition is falling apart. You know, a New York Times poll came out recently, and I'm sure your audience is aware of one of the statistics that Donald Trump leads Joe Biden in five of six key battleground states. That's very important. Understandably, it's got a lot of coverage. But another number, 22% of black people in those battleground states say they would support Donald Trump over Joe Biden. If 22%, if, if that number holds up, Joe Biden is going to have a tough time winning election. If you add that to the ones, the young people, the progressive people, the Jewish voters who are reliably Democratic, then that means that coalition is cracking. It's bad news not only for Joe Biden. That's the least of it. It's bad news for the Democratic Party going forward. They would have a very tough time winning the White House for years and years to come if that coalition cracked. And it's showing big signs of cracking right now. But I don't know if that's Gaza generated. I think that's economics that uh, African-Americans are really suffering. Yes, yeah, yes. But but the the young people, the progressive people, the Muslim voters in Michigan, which is a key battleground state, that's Gaza related. OK. Um, and final topic for you is the leadership at America's universities. So we are seeing now in Cornell, Columbia, Yale, Harvard, MIT, I could go on and on. 
the top universities in the country. No leadership at all on the college campuses. They let these anti-Semites run wild. Yet, if you were a MAGA person uh, and you had a I love Trump thing, you'd be in serious jeopardy on those campuses. You're, you're and the presidents would not defend your right to do anything. You're now, absolutely right. hundred so, percent. How do you read that? I mean, how did that happen? Well, I can't top what you just said. You just nailed it. Let me add a few layers to it. Let's say students on those campuses weren't supporting the destruction of Israel, supporting Hamas in effect, but they said they wanted a rally in favor of the cop who killed George Floyd. Do we think university presidents would simply say, well, it's a free speech issue and pretty much leave it at that? What if Jewish students on a college campus got together and rallied and said, Palestinians don't have a right to exist, which is what the other side is saying about Israelis. Do you think university presidents would simply say, eh, we believe in free speech, we can't get involved in that? So my question is, oh, by the way, we know what they'd say. They'd say, shut it down, it's hate speech, it's not gonna be allowed. So my question, Bill, is why are Jews different? Why is it okay to put Jews in the crosshairs? Why is it okay for Jews to be intimidated and pushed around on campus? I don't know the answer to that, but I do know before this conflict between Israel and Hamas, that all of the schools that I mentioned, their presidents would have gone out of their way to praise Jewish groups because they're big fundraisers, right? Uh, a lot of Jewish alumni in all of those schools and they would never have offended the Jewish people. But now they have taken uh, a 10 steps back and say, no, 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 it's not our responsibility to uh, have fairness on the campus. Because so we're gonna they're let, Yeah, we're gonna let the radicals run wild, but the traditional people, you gotta shut up. Go ahead. Because, because they're afraid of the radicals. They are literally afraid yes. of what the radicals might do on campus. But let me make one other point. I'm pretty much a purist for free speech. I know this is gonna sound controversial, but I'm not against nasty speech. I'm against it personally, but I don't want people banning nasty speech or even hateful speech. You know what I'm against? I'm against cowardly, pathetic university presidents and other administrators who don't have the guts to say, we're gonna let you speak. We're gonna let you speak, but what you're saying is hateful and we despise what you're saying and you should be ashamed of you. At least say that much. Right, and at I, least provide you know, some context um, <laughs> for a point of view that is based on facts and history. All right, the website again is Bernard Goldberg, one word, dot com. Let's keep Bernie contained inside so everybody go there and uh, you know, always good to see you, Bernie. We'll have you on uh, in a few weeks, okay? Good. Thanks, Bill. All right. Cheers.
Who is there for the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who is helping our nation's homeless veterans? And who is helping our nation keep its vow to never forget 9-11? I'll tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The foundations in the line of duty programs honor our nation's heroes and their families. That includes its Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs. The foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year. Dozens of golf outings and barbecues. And the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is helping to educate kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day, 9-11. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. This charity keeps its word and honors our nation's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. All right, so uh, Biden, she, it was much ado about nothing, as Shakespeare once wrote. Um, he got a, some kind of a, a reassurance on fentanyl. Roll the tape. You know, uh, we're in a situation where we agreed that uh, fentanyl and its, pre- its precursors will be curbed substantially and the pill presses. That's a big, that's a big movement. Uh, fentanyl's your fault. And that's what those reporters should have said. Hey, it doesn't matter what she says. You can't check it out anyway. Okay, we don't have any oversight in China. We can't even get the Wuhan lab thing. We have no oversight. She goes, yeah, yeah, I'll take care of it. Bull. And even if he does, he can make that those chemicals anywhere. Biden's open border has led to all of this narcotics, ODs and all of that. And there's not one reporter with the guts to ask him that question. Not one. It's your fault. Hey. Anyway, um, I covered the thing. Uh, Biden was 75 minutes late for his press conference. I predicted that would happen. Uh, he was going to do 45 minutes at press. He did 20. Uh, and it was a very unusual moment in the press conference that no, I don't, very few picked up on. So a Bloomberg reporter named Michelle Jamrisco asked President Biden this. Go. You and your administration officials have warned President Xi in China about interference in the upcoming elections. I'm wondering what would the consequences be if they do, in fact, interfere with elections? Well, I, mean, I had that discussion too. Made it clear I didn't expect any interference, any at all. We had that discussion. Look, do I trust? I trust but verify, as an old saying goes. That's where I am. And uh, you know. Uh, we're in a competitive relationship, China and the United States. But uh, my responsibility is to uh, to make it uh, make this rational and manageable, so it uh, so it doesn't result in conflict. That's what I'm all about. That's what this is about. To find a place where we uh, can come together and uh, where we find mutual interest. Why is he looking down? He read it. He read the answer. 
He read it. He should have been looking at the reporter. So there's only two things that could have happened. One, the White House communications people got in touch with Bloomberg, said, we're going to give you a question. What do you think you're going to ask? And Bloomberg told him. Now, I, I don't know if that happened, but he knew it was coming. He's reading answers off the card. And the other is that the White House communications people sensed that he would be asked about verifying what she said. So they just wrote down a generic answer. That could have happened, too. But when he, he's reading the answer to a question he's not supposed to know, you know, and it's obvious he's reading it, that's pretty spooky to me. All right, uh, now here's a report that was mismanaged by the conservative media. Though usually it's the liberal media that's uh, doing the wrong thing, the corrupt thing. This was mismanaged by the right. So the Biden administration has allowed $10 billion to go from Iraq to Iran. Okay, they gave a waiver to the sanctions. The $10 million buys electricity for Iraq. Iran sells them electricity. The USA had to do that because Iraq is now run by pro-American people, but there's a huge minority that's pro-Iran inside Iraq. And if they don't have air conditioning and heat, they don't have electricity, the pro-Iranian forces are going to overthrow the pro-American forces. So I would have done it if I were president. Anybody with common sense would have got okay. We got to allow this trade deal to take place. That was not reported accurately. It was all Biden lifted sanction, Biden giving him more money, Biden this, Biden that. He had to do it. New poll, YouGov, not reliable, but again, I have to report stuff that comes out. All right, just 1,584 adults. Simple question. Would you like to see another Democrat enter the race to challenge Biden? Yes, 54. No, 28. Not sure, 18. How can you not be sure, you moron? It's so funny. So most people, um, this is all Democrats, by the way. No Republicans in this poll. All Democrats. 54% want to see somebody else. Hello, Joe Manchin. All right, House Ethics Committee. And this is no surprise. So George... Santos, my congressman, um, I actually had a conversation with his opponent, Robert Zimmerman, Democrat, very liberal man. I, I saw him on a street the other day and I said, you know, I'm, I'm, I got to apologize for voting for Santos. I didn't check Santos out. So he wins in my district and he's a grifter. And that's what the Senate Ethics Committee, uh, the Senate, the House Ethics Subcommittee says he's a grifter. Used campaign funds for personal expenses, fraudulent conduct all day long. Now, when the uh, politicians come back for Thanksgiving break a week from Monday, there could be a vote to expel Santos. You need two thirds of the House to do that. So all uh, 
Democrats will vote to expel him. But the Republicans, some of them are thinking, well, well, if we lose a vote, we need all the votes we can get. Don't think about that. He doesn't deserve to be there. Get him out of there. Okay? Lose the vote. I'm so mad at myself for not checking him. All right, smart life. Now, this is an important segment for you. So how do you avoid stress, not only at Thanksgiving, but at Hanukkah and Christmas? Right? How, how do you do that? Well, the Mayo Clinic, perhaps the best medical facility in the world. So if you got a problem and you can get into the Mayo Clinic, there's a couple of them around. Cleveland Clinic's good, too. Boston is the best medical city. Um, Mayo Clinic puts out five suggestions to get stress under control. Number one, plan ahead. Okay, it's too late now, but I always tell you to do that. Say no, okay? So if people are uh, piling on requests, sometimes you got to go, can't do it. Not happening here. Three, spending. You got to have a budget for Christmas gifts, Hanukkah gifts. You got to have that budget. You just put a little, that's why we're in business, to help you meet that budget. Create relaxing surroundings. I like this one. Music, candles, uh, you know, make the environment soft. Nice, soft environment. You got the shrill TV. You got the football games. You got to do that. But, you know, in the, in the dining room and no TV in the dining room. Got make it as nice as you can make it. And finally, share feelings. This is where the Mayo Clinic goes off the rails. Okay? Do not, under any circumstances, share any feelings on Thanksgiving or Christmas or Hanukkah. Don't. You can share the turkey you can share the gifts, the desserts. Keep your feelings to yourself. Okay? Nothing good comes from bearing your soul, as a cliche goes, in front of your family and friends. All right? It doesn't. Now, if you want to have a conversation like that, you do it one-on-one. -on -one, in a different setting, not a social setting, you know, Thanksgiving is a fun day. You don't want to be going into Edgar Allan Poe territory. <laughs> but anyway, I earlier this week reported that the terror dog, Holly, had a serious malady, and we dealt with it here. Now, I did that because Holly's got three million Twitter followers, and they love Holly, and we handled it. But then I got letters saying, well, what exactly was the malady? I'm not going to tell you what the malady is. That's personal stuff. I don't do that. All right? My family is my family, and I protect their privacy 100% across the board, you know, in serious situations. So I don't know what the Mayo Clinic is. I think they're just wrong. If somebody asks you a personal question, you can decide whether you want to answer that or not. You are under no obligation to do that. Okay? If it's an important question and you, there's a reason for it, it's in context, okay. But don't get out there with the... 
<sighs> you know, final thing on this. Every day in a celebrity press, which is everywhere now, you get these people like the Kardashians and these people who live their life in the public eye. This is so destructive. It's just terrible. And I, I feel bad for those people. They don't know any better. Yeah, they get publicity. But is that really what you want? There's a reason it's called private life. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, overprohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay. That's my lecture on smart life. Um, let's go to the media. Now, the Washington Post used to be the gold standard of journalism. Watergate, you know, on and on. Okay. Not anymore. We all know that. Washington Post knows it. So they had to issue a correction this week after they inaccurately reported the USA brokered a deal in Gaza to get the hostages out. That didn't happen. The newspaper was totally wrong. The reporter Karen DeYoung, okay, and the headline was Israel and Hamas reached tentative U.S. broker deal. Didn't happen. Made it up. Now, what probably happened was Miss DeYoung was told something and then ran with it. You know, how many anonymous sources are these people going to use? So they were wrong. So they had to retract. The same day they ran that article, it was flat out wrong. They ran a puff piece on Hunter Biden. The same day. Okay. And the Hunter Biden piece was Hunter Biden's career of benefiting from his father's name. The president's son has had a complex, even tortured relationship with the Biden brand. Matt Visor was the reporter. 5,000 words, which nobody on earth could read. And then it was the main points were Hunter Biden has worked hard for years. Very hardworking guy, Hunter Biden is. Yeah. Okay. And uh, Hunter Biden, he, uh, he didn't have anything to do with his dad. Joe Biden wasn't involved at any level with Hunter's business. This is in the Washington Post. Okay. Hunter Biden was a victim. He's a victim of Barack Obama's selection of his father as vice president. He's a victim, Hunter. And finally, Burisma was normal, 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 normal. Many Americans go overseas, get paid $800,000 a year to sit on an energy board when they know nothing about energy. All of you who have had that experience, raise your hand now. Please, please write to me again, Bill at BillOReilly.com. All of you who have had that offer to go to any country to get $800,000 a year sitting on a board for something you have no idea, no experience in. It's what the Washington Post puts out. It's what they're writing. (laughs) 
You know, Twilight Zone doesn't come close. Rasmussen poll on Muslims. First question, is the USA too involved in the Middle East? Not involved enough or level of involvement about right? Too involved, 34%. Not involved enough, 23%. Level of involvement just about right, 35 Uh, I don't know. I'd have to think about that answer. I'd have to think about that. Second question, are most American Muslims living in this country treated unfairly? Yes, 29. No, 53. Don't know, 18. And um, I couldn't answer that question. I'd be in a don't know. I know some Muslims, and they seem to have happy lives. But I don't have access to some areas like Michigan, the big Arab population there. Maybe they are being treated fairly. I don't know. All right. Money and happiness. So this is uh, from Financial Happiness. It's actually uh, an outfit um, that contacted the Harris Poll people. How much money will make you happy? A year, a salary. Men, 318000 will make you happy. Women, only 183,000 women would be happy with. The average American would be happy then, if you do the math, $284,000 a year. So, okay, here's the deal on this. Of course, money doesn't make you happy. And many, many people, the more money they get, the more stuff they want. I have gone against that, right? The more money I get, and I never work for money, I walked away from a massive deal on a lot of places because I wanted to, you know, do other things that I felt were more worthy, and I walked away from a lot of money. Anyway, more money I got, the more money I gave away to charity. We have a foundation named after my parents, as you know, okay? And in my will, when I expire that foundation will continue. And I have funded that foundation. Okay? So I live comfortably. My car is now seven years old, and I like the car, so I'm not going to get another one. I like it. All right? And, but I don't... Mm. But a lot of people, the more they make, the more they want. You just keep that in mind. And money doesn't make you happy. If you're a miserable person, it doesn't matter how much money you have. Okay, here's the final thought of the day. As you know, I'm a little roiled, a little riled up about the incredible jump in pricing for food on Long Island where I live. And it is brutal. Now, in my town, there is a luncheonette. We used to call it a luncheonette. Yeah, but now they call it, I don't know diner. It's not a diner. It's a little different than that. But it used to be you go in there for breakfast or whatever. It was always a little pricey because this is an affluent part of Long Island. But but now it's full rack of ribs, $45. Now they give you two sides, $45. I don't know. Anyway, very high 
very high. So I'm watching, and I like the folks in there. I mean, and I got the delis are the same problem in this town. Everything's doubled, doubled. So I'm watching who's buying this stuff in this uh, luncheonette, all right, restaurant. It's kids, kids. And they all have the debit card. So this, these stats are a little bit old, but I think they're accurate for today. 40% of American teenagers ages 13 to 17 have a debit card. Okay, 45% of those make a charge on a regular basis. These kids are in there with their debit cards and they're buying whatever they want to buy. It doesn't matter what the price, they don't even know the price. They're kids. They want a burger, fries, they want an ice cream, they want whatever they want. Mom and dad are paying for it. They're not. They got the debit card. Now I'm going, it's clicking into me, okay? Because this place is full of urchins. And they're, they're ordering big. <laughs> they're, they're getting the ribs. <laughs> they're ordering big. And I'm going, okay. So that's what this is about. There's no spending control on this demographic. If you have a debit card and you're 17 and a high school junior or senior, you're going to, you're getting whatever you want. Okay, you're not that. Well, maybe I should get this or I'll get that or no. And the merchants are taking advantage of that. They don't need old fogies like me in there going, what's this? You know, what do you mean? $14 for a tuna sandwich. <laughs> Come on. They don't need that. What they want are the kids who go, I want the tuna sandwich. Would you like a lettuce and tomato on that? We'll jack in another couple of bucks. Yo, yeah, yeah. How about some fries? That's seven bucks. Yeah, fries. And they give them the, they give them the debit card. And the kid just goes right out the door, right home. And then mom and dad, there they are. They're paying it. That's what's happening. That's what's happening. Now, they, these urchins are going to have a really, really rude awakening when they get out of there and have to pay their own debit card. Final thing on the final thought I want to make. My kids had the debit card. They almost have to today. Okay. But I'm on the card and I look and see what everything is. So at the end of the month, there's a little chat. And also, my kids have to work. They work. Not in this, my daughter's working in the school year. And she's a really hard worker. My son works in the summer, but he works. This is not some easy job. All right, he goes and he, and he earns very good money out on Eastern Long Island. But, and then their account is tied into their debit account. Okay? So they have restraints. That's the way I've set it up. So you're okay. You want to be, treat your, all your friends to uh, ice cream sodas. You got four friends, you're all buying ice cream sodas. That's going to come out to about 50 bucks. All right? With, with all said and done. So you want to do it. Okay, but you're paying for it. And then you know how hard you got to work for the money. That's the way to do this. Now, in the presidential election, <clears throat> I, am, I am convinced the main issue will not be abortion or any of this other stuff. We're not going to be Hamas, Israel. It's not going to be Putin, Ukraine. 
It's going to be the grocery store. It's going to be the local restaurant because it's shocking in the space of three years how much all of that has gone up. If you disagree, Bill at BillOReilly.com, Bill at BillOReilly.com, name in town. If you wish to opine, we thank you very much for watching and listening on our radio stations all across the country to the No Spin News. We'll see you tomorrow. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.